The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to talk from the inside of sports. It's time for G Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and co-host Micah Warren. We'll talk to and about players, front office personnel, agents, and the newsmakers in and around sports. Now, here are your hosts, G Cobb and Micah Warren. G Cobb with you on Voice America Sports. And uh, right now we're in the process of uh, talking about the Eagles, a uh, team that really just kind of exploded on the scene last week with their performance against the Redskins in uh, what was a total blowout. I've got uh, Denny Basins joining me. How are you doing, Denny? I'm doing well, Jay. That's good. Um, what, what were your thoughts about uh, last week, that game against the um, against the Washington Redskins, or if you, go, if you want to call it that? Yeah. <laughs> um, it was something else. Uh, watching Michael Vick out there on – he was playing at a level that uh, I've never seen any other quarterback play. Uh, it was really one of the all-time great performances out there. Well, no doubt about that. I mean, he was uh, he took things to uh, an incredible level. And um, one of the things about Vic is that, uh, you know, he, he's, he's gotten to the point where he's able to utilize uh, different parts of his game at different times. And he doesn't, um, you know, come out and where he's already pre-decided. He's, uh, uh, you know, comes out and he's already decided where he's going to with the ball. You know, he's he's going to come out and uh, and whatever's there, he's going to take advantage of it. And and that's what has made him, you know, so explosive. Now, um, what uh, play? Which play that he had last week? Would you say? Uh, I know you got the 88-yard one, which is hard hard to the very first play, but. Which which play would you say was the most impressive to you? I would say the play, game. I would say the play where um, he found uh, Jason Avon in the back of the end zone. Uh, Vic was very patient throughout that play. Um, he didn't he didn't go to the run as he would have in the past. Um, he took his time. Uh, he had good protection. He just waited for someone to come open. And even when he did, he had a very tight window to throw that ball into. But he still put it on the money in a catchable position, and uh, Avon made the play. Yeah, he, he did. No, no doubt about it. He made the play, and uh, you know, just uh, just incredible um, ability to, uh, that he's shown. Uh, well, you know, one of the things that uh, he's been able to do is just basically at whim, he can make people miss out in open field. I mean, some very athletic players. He makes them look like their their feet are, you know, planted in cement, and they just can't move. Uh, he, he's so fast, and, and then uh, you know he's got the the the, um, the instincts of a running back, and that he knows how to set a guy up to give him a move one side move. You know, really, it's almost a, it's it's the move that you see, um, which is utilized um, in 
you, you see it utilized when a, a guy's returning a punt or something. You know, uh, the, uh, the running back will will, will show uh, will explode one way, then come back the other way, and, and then hit up in the middle. And that's what he kind of does. Is and when when you're running right at a guy and, and you make those quick moves like that, it really freezes him. And that's what he does. He freezes the guy, and then he blows by him. And he does it by the end zone, down by the end zone. He's done it in uh, numerous ways. And there's no, there's no question that uh, right now, you know, Michael Vick is turning the league upside down. I mean, with the way that he's um, is just taking it to him. Now, in the game last week, um, you know, they start out, they come out. Uh, do you think... Uh, really, it's, it's basically what are the Giants going to do? What do you think the Giants are going to do to try to, to slow him down? Uh, well, well, they're going to have to rely on their um, their defensive line with uh, OCU Manure, who's having a very good year. Uh, he's got eight sacks, I believe, and uh, seven forced fumbles, I think. And um, Justin Tuck on the other side, they're going to rely on those two to then get pressure. And, hope, and they'll also, the thing is, can you? they really afford to do something like spy Vic, like, not with all the Eagles' um, weapons that they have available to them. That's going to be it, – it's very difficult, and no team to this point has been able to come up with um, a solution to even slow the offense down when Vic's been the quarterback. Yeah, that's right. They haven't been able, even uh, even been able to, to slow him down. I mean, because just uh, the um, amazing way that he's able to take his time, um, you know, the way that his accuracy has improved. And it's it's one reason uh, this whole thing with Vic, with the way he's been able to show people that um, you know he's a much better uh, quarterback than he, he's been in the past. Uh, I just have been impressed by the way that he um, he takes his time. He doesn't rush things. Uh, he lets the play develop uh, before he does anything, and uh, he just got an incredible way of. Uh, putting the ball on the money when he lets it go, and, and really his ability to throw the deep ball. And, uh, you know, Donovan McNabb, that's a strength of his, you know, and he, he also made a great throw. I mean, we talk about the uh, the throw that um, Vic made to Deshaun Jackson. Uh, McNabb made a great deep throw to, uh, what was it, uh, Anthony, Anthony Armstrong. Armstrong. Uh, really, that um, is something the Eagles have got to watch out. You know, they can't, I mean, as much as they, you know, they blew out the Redskins and everything, uh, for whatever, I don't know if it was three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, whatever. Uh, they, you know, they laid, they allowed two quick touchdowns by the Skins, and in any other game, that would have had them in trouble. You know, and they cannot, you know, let a team just go up and down the field as quick as the Redskins did because uh, people were concerned that it was getting ready to be a shootout because uh, on the next play on the kickoff, uh, Jory Calvin fumbled the ball and really. Uh, uh, the, the Redskins had a shot at it, and if they'd have come up with that ball, you could have looked up, and all of a sudden, you know, it's 35-21 or, or uh, you know, and, you know, you got yourself a ball game again. Uh, and, and that kind of thing, they, they cannot let that kind of thing happen. And they we're on the verge of letting it happen. So, you know, as great as we talk about the Eagles and how they played and everything, you know, the, the, uh, the defense, uh, that was not a great game by the defense. I mean, it was, it was, they, they did well, I mean, and they, they helped. Uh, them get to build a big lead, uh, but um, they're capable of playing better. And, and as these teams get better, they're going to not have as much leeway where they can't, you know, go into the uh, 
you know, get lulled to sleep and all of a sudden they give up quick, quick uh, you know, 14 points in a game because most of the time if you let that happen, you know, you're going to be down. So, but, uh, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson really, uh, he made the big play with the, the deep route. Uh, on a play where LaJuan Landry wasn't really in the worst position. You know, I hear these guys talking about he was in such a bad position. Uh, the, the mistake that he made, he got lulled to sleep. He really didn't think Michael Vick could put that ball out there that far. And uh, once you stop your feet out there uh, and you got out there with a guy as fast as Deshaun Jackson, you know, you're in jeopardy of letting him, you know, start back up and, and run down the ball. And that's what happened, but... Uh, with, with Deshaun, uh, you know, with his speed, uh, how are the Giants, you know, from a defensive secondary standpoint, what do you think they're going to do to try to, to try to deal with uh, Jackson and his speed? You know, gee, I don't know what they can do because um, two games last year, uh, both Deshaun Jackson and Jeremy Macklin uh, beat that secondary uh, badly for a deep route in both games. Now, the Giants were a little banged up last year. They were missing Kenny Phillips. I know they had to deal with a uh, CC Brown out there, who was terrible, and he's no longer with the team. Um, they have a uh, Antrell Roll back there now, but I don't know if they can until until they prove that they can stop him. I don't know what they can do any differently. I mean, you hear even uh, Mike Shanahan last week saying uh, we tried everything, we couldn't slow them down at all. Yeah, that's um, that's definitely what happened. I mean, you know, but uh, you know, I, I think that you know the uh, the Redskins though, um, their coaching staff. I think that uh, with Shanahan and those guys, I mean, for the well, what they have done to their defense is nothing short of criminal. <laughs> what they have done to their defense is nothing short of criminal. Because <laughs> remember, this Redskins defense was outstanding. I mean, that, this is what uh, that, that uh, Redskin defense was the reason that the Eagles had so much trouble with them. And now they show up and, and they're playing this loose zone coverage. Um, they got, uh, they went to the 34, and now they, you know, they, they don't have much happening inside. They, you know, they try to put um, a big uh, Albert. Hainsworth in there, and they're not getting a lot out of him, I think, because of the way they're utilizing him, and I just have to give them a big F for the way that they're playing out. We'll be back in a moment, continue our conversation, talking about the Eagles, and of course, their uh, outstanding game against the Redskins, and we'll also be talking about the upcoming game against the Giants. We'll be back with you in a moment. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
every Monday. Tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, will present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Here's what's happening this week on Forever Hunting's Trail with Jim and Trav. Author, outdoor icon, and big game hunter Dick Cabela, World of Whitetail host Ron Spomer, North American Hunting Club Steve Panaz, and Cat Daddy will be our special guests. And we'll be hitting the trail with a guy that thinks gun control is a steady hand. We're talking about those guys from the World Fishing Network at WFN.TV. Wednesdays at 1 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. I'm Jim Ferguson. I'll see you on the trail. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G Cobb in the house featuring Gary Cobb and co host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll free 1 888 346 9144. That's 1 888 346 9144. Or send an email to Gary Cobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G Cobb in the house. G Cobb back with you on G Cobb in the house and, uh, we're talking about uh, what's going on with the Eagles right now. Uh, they've got a big game coming up on, uh, on Sunday night uh, where they play against a team which uh, before last week everybody was saying they were hands down the best team in football, I mean the best team in the NFC. And now there's a debate as to whether it's the Eagles or the Giants, the best team in the NFC. Or you know one of these other teams. Of course, you still got the Saints there around, and uh, got a number of other teams like the Packers, and and uh, we're going to find out you know just which team is the best. But clearly, the Eagles really turned a lot of heads with the way that they just beat down the, the Redskins, and and it made it seem as if uh, there's no reason for them to even be on the field. Uh, they just totally exploited them. Now. Uh, going forward here, uh, one of the big things is going to be that pass rush and whether they can get some hits on Michael Vick. Uh, Denny, would you would you tell him anything extra this week because of the way that the Giants have been able to knock quarterbacks out of the game? Uh, no, I think I, I think Vick's done a very good job because you know all season because the offensive line's been a little spotty. Uh, Vick's done a good job at evading the pass rush, uh, I'm just telling you, know, just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I don't see any reason to tell them anything different. I mean, just obviously just know that they're very talented, but I think he'll be all right. Okay, well, you know, I know um, I might say something. I mean, you know, the big thing is I, I see the way some of these guys have gotten hurt. Um, it, some of it's been the way that they've been slammed to the turf. Uh, and had the big guys land on them. Other times, you know, just uh, a matter of, of getting run down and hit. But um, you know, I, I just uh, don't think he should just he should try to carry the game himself. 
meaning that, you know, uh, if, if a play isn't there, if there's nothing on a play, there's nothing wrong with throwing the ball out of bounds, uh, nothing wrong with him running out of bounds. He doesn't need to try to make every play, you know, a, uh, you know, a big play. I mean, every play doesn't need to go for, you know, 50 yards, you know. Um, and, and that's the thing that I would tell him because, you know, that, uh, that Redskin game was one, you know, once in a lifetime. I mean, as great as he is, and I, and I think that what it ends up people are, you know, and then this is the thing that that's probably going to happen to a degree with Michael Vick. He's not going to continue to play perfect football. I mean, perfect football. You know, he never throws any interceptions. Um, always goes down, scores a touchdown, celebrate. You know, that is not uh, football. Because I mean, you're going to have times when you don't you don't score and everything. But um, we don't. You know, I wouldn't want him to be forcing anything because that's that's when you wind in, in trouble. Just where you know, hey, it's not there. We we can be patient. And uh, that's the big thing I would tell him. Now, uh, with the with the Eagles, um, you any con- you concerned anything? What most concerns you about the offense? About the offense, um, just the fact that they still haven't been able to involve uh, Brent Selleck in the uh, passing game yet, and it's been three weeks now. Um, I think since he's since the last time he had uh, an impact on the game, I don't think he's really made a big play since the Atlanta game. You know, they've been using him to block a lot, but even when they do give him the ball, like he's still he's been dropping some catchable balls, and they're yeah, going to need that a one, uh, tight end. He let one the other night. You know, it was a it was a ball that he could have caught. They, they won uh, against the uh, about the only thing that that didn't happen well uh, was a pass to Selleck down the middle, and uh, he, you know he caught the ball and then got nailed and and coughed the ball up. And you know, as a as a tight end, one of the things you know that is integral to your job is you got to be able to catch balls in traffic. You're, you're going to catch balls and get nailed. You know, that just goes along with the territory. But you got you got to hang on to the football. You know, and um, that's, uh, I think that that's the reason to be somewhat concerned because, you know, uh, I don't know that the Giants are going to be able to do it because I don't, I don't know that the Giants, the Giants just don't seem to match up very well against the Eagles and their, and their wide receivers. I mean, if you remember last year, it was, uh, it was bombs away. Um, you know, they were just showing some of the bombs McNabb was throwing to uh, to Deshaun Jackson. They, they just, you know, <laughs> uh, despite the fact that, you know, they uh, tried everything uh, they could, it was, it was just bombs away. I mean, there's, there's nothing they can do uh, to slow the guy down, you know. I mean, um, it was it was like a you know man against boys and I don't know now I, I wonder is um, is Rich is, is Rich have you called in I don't know if Rich is I'm there. Here, G. Big pardon? Yeah, I'm here, G. I, I, how you doing, Rich? Of course. I'm doing uh, well. How are you guys? We, we, we've got Rich Quinones, uh that um, will is joining us and uh, he was with us last week and everything. Now, Rich. Uh, what are your comments? I mean, you know, you look at the way the Eagles played against the Redskins. What uh, what are the Giants going to do? I mean, what are they going to attempt to do to slow these guys down? And and and, uh, and should they show up for the game? Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on, you you played the game for a long time. Uh, I, I think the first thing the Giants need to do is 
you know, you forget about the Dallas game. I think it was somewhat of a aberration, and you, you saw what the Eagles offensively really did to a porous Washington team. I mean, for the Giants, they're going to play their game defensively. I don't think they really fear Michael Vick. And when I say that, I mean, look, they're saying all the right things this week and leading up to the game. They know they have to treat this game like a playoff game. I heard you guys talking a little bit of how do you stop Michael Vick, and, and I think they, they're they going to blitz. I mean, the, the beauty of Vick this year, he's shown great poise and patience in the pocket. It's when it's disrupted, and we saw Monday night, and he starts to take off, he wreaks havoc. I mean, in years past, when they would play scrambling, running quarterbacks, the Giants would always have a roamer like uh, Antonio Pierce. They kind of lack it this year. Um, I will disagree a little bit of one thing you said, G. I think the Giants are going to be able to slow the Eagles' defense, uh, pardon me, the offense down a little bit. I, I don't think you're going to see those plays we saw last year. It's a different secondary. It's a different pass rush. My concern more is on the offensive line and protecting Eli because it's a shaky offensive line now. Yeah, um, yeah, they they uh, they do have the uh, you know They've problems issues. over there. What's that? No, no, they, they, they've got, I mean, they're moving around a lot of people. I mean, they, you're looking at their offensive line. They've got some guys that are banged up. You still don't know what's going to go on with Deal and, and, and Seibert and, and uh, Sean Andrews with his back, who, you know, said earlier this week, look, I owe it to my team, the Giants, to come out and, and play this game. And I think, you know, he wants to show Philadelphia what – he could do with the Giants that he used to do earlier in his career before he just mentally checked out. So I think offensively the Giants are going to be able to put up some points uh, along with the Eagles. I think you might see uh, a high-scoring game, but I think you just have to limit those big plays. I mean, I just think the Giants, from a defensive standpoint, do not be afraid to over-pursue a little bit. You know, there's going to be a little gap discipline there, but – We've seen them get to quarterbacks this year, and 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 we've seen yeah, you know, they, they've got shots. the quarterbacks. The only thing is, last week against Dallas, I, I don't know what happened to them. You know, I uh, they 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 seem like Dallas seemed like they you know they utilized Jason Witten. Uh, they put uh, their other backup tight end in there. They were able to help their tackles, and you know the yes. Eagles like to do that. So, are the That's Eagles going that. to be able to help on those guys and, and shut down that pass rush? And if they can do that, I, I think anybody knows that. If they don't get the pass rush, rush, if the pass rush doesn't get there, it's going to be bombs away. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, when when you get Vic that time, I mean, I'm just, I'm not going to undersell the Giants secondary. I mean, look, every secondary is prone to give up big, big play. Last year in the game in the Meadowlands, where Deshaun Jackson just got behind corner after corner and safety, I mean, that was just an absolute debacle. And the game uh, in Philly was a game that was over really in the first quarter after Weaver's touchdown. It's, I think it's a different defense. You know, it's interesting talking to a couple former Giants this week. One was a big tackle, Roman Oban. His concern was, hey, they have to keep Eli upright, and they're going to try to double Trent Cole, not let him go off, maybe put in another tight end. Now, remember, they lose Rams, they lose Ramses Barden who sometimes would actually double as a tight end to give a little max protect with Kevin Boss. And then I talked to another former Giant, and Amani Toomer, he didn't even worry about the defense, G. He went right to the offense and said, well, look, 
you got issues now. Steve Smith is out, and he's always Eli's safety valve. Now you've got Manningham, and now you've got Nick, and he's just wondering if those two are really going to be able to pick up the bulk of the offense come Sunday night. Well, you know, I think Nick's, you know, has definitely been impressive, and so has Manningham. The thing that that uh, Smith does, though, is those third downs, you know. Yeah, move the he chains. is tremendous with the guards of those third downs. Yeah. And and that's what it become uh he's become like a you know a um uh, you know a security for a manning because he knows, hey look, uh I know where Smith is gonna be and I know he's gonna right. catch the football and he's not gonna do what Manningham did last week, which is run a third down route and run it two yards short of the sticks. You know, that that type of thing. So um I, I think they're going to miss Smith, no doubt about it, because he, he's just a guy who fits in there because he's under control. He's not the extraordinary talent that Nix is. Who, you know, Nix is scary with the combination of size and and, uh, and speed and, and, and maneuverability and everything. But he's the guy that is going to make that third down catch. Yeah. He yeah. knows how to work inside. He's going to he's going to always come down with the ball with a tough catch. Uh, whereas you know Manningham has got the extraordinary ability where he can. Uh, is a great runner after catching everything, but you know, no doubt they they miss him, and then you know they got some people missing on the offensive line. But you know, the Giants, you know, uh, I think that what they're going to do is I, I think they're going to try to ball control where they where they would like to uh, yeah. run the football quite a bit too. We'll, we'll see if they're able to do that. I was going to say real quick, I think the X factor in this game is going to be Ahmad Bradshaw and. You know, uh, Ahmad Bradshaw has already carried the ball close to 180 times this year. He's got well over 800 yards. He's averaging close to five yards a clip. And I know the the Eagles, the, you know, their front four, their run defense can be very stubborn at times. The, the one fear, if you're a Giants fan going in this game, you love Ahmad Bradshaw because he's one of those angry runners. I mean, it's always that second, third contact really when he breaks a couple tackles. But he's also been prone to fumble the ball. He's fumbled five times this year. These last four of them, one of them cost him in the game against Tennessee. But, you know, you listen to Tom Coughlin, you listen to Gilbride, they'll take that effort because it's almost uh, it's infectious. They'll take that effort from Bradshaw. He might be one of those, I, I, you know, one of those uh, X factors come Sunday night if he starts getting off. Okay. All right. We'll be back in a moment. Continue on G-Cobb in the house on voiceamerica.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. 
These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter, formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time. Get ready for unpredictable fun and sometimes a sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. G. Cobb back with you on... uh... Uh, G. Cobb in the house, and uh, of course, um, we've got uh, guests, Denny uh, Basins, and also um, Rich uh, Quinones, and we appreciate you guys uh, coming in and, and spending some time with me, you know, talk about the birds. Now, hey, this game on uh, on Sunday night, uh, of course, is going to be in front of the nation. Uh, they're battling for first place uh, in the division, and uh, do you think that one of these teams uh, is the best team in the NFC, or, or do you look? What, what teams do you look at and say, "Well, you know what? Uh, they haven't proven they're the best." What, what, what do you think of that? How good are these teams uh, when you when you uh, look at the rest of the NFC? I think that. Vinny, uh, go ahead. I would put the Eagles and the uh, Giants. I wouldn't put either team at the top yet. I think just because with the Eagles, I have I, I still have concerns about the uh, defense and how that would hold up against some of the better offenses in the NFC, like the Packers, like the Saints. At the top of the NFC, I would still go with New Orleans. I think they've played better in recent weeks. I think they have a chance to like be better than what they've been this season. Maybe not close to the level that they were a year ago, but I would still put them at the top. And behind them, I would put Green Bay, who is starting to get healthier, and that will make a difference for them going down the stretch. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, go ahead, uh, Rich. I, I would, I would, uh, you know, I, I would agree. I mean, I, I think, you know, Chicago seven and three, and I know Parcells said years ago, "Hey, you are what your record is." They're, to me, they're. I hate to say the word fraud. I, they don't scare me at all. I don't trust Cutler. You know, Green Bay is six and three. At times, they've proven they're one dimensional. Uh, Atlanta. I'm a big Matt Ryan fan. I like how they open up their offense. Now, how do you how do you explain how do you explain the team that came up here to play the Eagles? I mean, I, that, that's the thing that I, I'll tell you why. Because I think it's just it's the same way. How do you explain the Eagles going down to Tennessee and getting waxed? I, 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 just, I, 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 I think I I don't I don't uh, 
you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't look at that game and, <clears throat> and see the disparity that I see in the, in the Falcons. I mean, the Falcons were horrible against the Eagles. I they mean, were. They, I mean, you know, for them, what are they, what, what are, they, are they, are they seven and two? Is that what the They're record seven is? Seven and two, yeah, at the top yeah, of the NFC lost, right now. They lost I mean, to Pittsburgh to open up the season in OT. After the Eagles game, they came back and granted, they had to outscore Cincy and, you know, everyone was in love with Tampa. I look at their last game, that final drive against Baltimore. Sure, they might have gotten a little help, but I, I think that was kind of uh, Matt Ryan's, uh, I, I understand that, but how do you how do you explain that team that came up here and played against the Eagles? That was they were dreadful. You know they, they were, were dreadful. They did, but does on. that, does that mean, make them? Let me ask do, you something. Well, we, this is what I'm saying. All, with all due respect to Kevin Cobb, they made Kevin Cobb look like he was <laughs> headed to the Hall of Fame. They were, they were covering nobody. Listen, that game was over probably early in the second quarter, midway through. Because the Eagles race out to, to that lead. I, that, that happens some Sundays. It happens. I mean, we saw the Giants do it to the Texans a month or so ago. They jumped on them. We saw Dallas do it to – I mean, teams jump on teams. I, 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 You know, what I'm saying is that I still think the Falcons are a playoff team. I'm not, I'm not ready. I'm kind of just kind of doing what was said before, going right through the NFC. When, when I look at – New Orleans, you got to say they're going to be there because they're defending Super Bowl champions, but maybe they lost a little bit of uh, uh, magic uh, and, and that little magic sparkly dust, if you will. I think the two teams right now are the Giants and the Eagles. I, I really think they are the best teams in the NFC. I think they're such a – they're the same mold. They're the same mate. They understand each other. They've got nasty defense at times. They're – I look at Sunday's game, and I think the winner of this game is going to have an opportunity to not only go to the NFC Championship but host it and certainly win the division. I mean, I think this is how you treat this type of game. It is a playoff game. And if the Giants want to say to the NFL, forget about the Dallas game, we're still legit because when, let's be honest, what happened? The Giants smoked Seattle without Hasselbeck, and everyone said the Giants were the best team in the NFC. Then they lose to Dallas, and then Eagles smoke Washington. What did everyone say? The Eagles are the best team in the NFC. I mean, that's just it's it's week to week. But I think these two teams yeah. are the best oh, teams in the NFC. Okay. Well, you know, I, I think that they uh, definitely uh, each have a right uh, to to say that they're right there. Um, it's just that I was just so astounded at at a at a um, at an Atlanta team. Uh, that's played so well, you know, I mean, in all their games, I mean, they've been in them. Uh, but uh, this has been one of those kind of years where, you know, you just don't, you know, from week to week you go like, Howdy. where's the team we saw the week before? I mean, these teams, you know, uh, change so uh, dramatically. Now, um, with the fact that, you know, you've got a, a giant team that, you know, and I don't have their schedule right in front of me to look at, uh, but – uh, would you say the team that wins this is going to win the division, or, or do you think it's going to be a, a kind of thing where it's going to go down to the wire with these two teams fighting it out? <laughs> I think, I think the team that wins on Sunday nights winning the division. I, I, I really do. I just I think you, you the thing you don't is think that, you don't think that the uh, the Eagles could win in their house or. And and then the Giants could go back and win in their house. You think that you know? I I think the Giants if the they lose. With the fact, let me throw this. Uh, let me throw this point in. With go the ahead. fact that Michael Vick plays a brand of ball where he could get hurt, 
Right. And you know that it, with, with the Kevin Cobb in there and a pass right. rush on him, right. uh, Eagles would have very little chance of going up there to New York, in a, especially with a windy, in a windy stadium. Because uh, you know I that Kevin Cobb's ball gets hung up there in the wind, but you got pressure on him. You got to win this stadium. Uh, do you think Kevin Cobb can go up there if Vic were to go down? I, I can. I, I, you're probably laughing and, and chuckling and rolling your eyes. I, it's not about Kevin. I think the Eagles have no problem going up the Turnpike and playing the Giants in New York. I, I really don't. They have they they don't fear the Giants anymore. It's, no, I, I, I understand they don't fear the Giants, but I'm saying. If you get Michael Vick out of there, you got Kevin Cobb, and you know Giants can't pressure a quarterback. You're going to tell me they can't put a pounding on Kevin Cobb? Because, you know, I think the Giants can move the ball on the Eagles, too. I mean, come on. You know, the Eagles aren't. They're defensive. I, mean, yes. <laughs> I agree. I just, I just I think that the Eagles, I mean, if you take, like, boxing terms, kind of tailor-made these two teams. To me, there's a familiarity. You look at the Giants after Philly, they've got Jacksonville, Washington, Minnesota, who's cashed it in, the Eagles, Green Bay, Washington. They already have a shaky offensive line. Going into December, you want to try to get healthy players back. You want to try to get players who are injured healthier. The Giants are doing the complete opposite. That's why I think this game is imperative. If they win it, they've got that momentum again. Conversely, if the Eagles win this, they say to themselves, hey, you know what? We beat what people would perceive as the best team in the NFC, we did it emphatically. We've got our quarterback to run forward. We're relatively healthy. And, and to me, they would be the team to beat. Uh, Denny, you got a comment on that? Yeah, gee, I agree with you. With You just don't know what's going to happen from week to week now. Like you said, the Eagles could win it, then Vic gets hurt the next week, and maybe Cobb comes back and struggles. But the same thing could happen with the Giants. Maybe they win, and then... They suffer even more key injuries. Maybe they lose Eli Manning. Maybe they lose Hakeem Nix. Maybe they lose O.C. Yumanura or some other important cog in the defense. And maybe they hit a slide. But, you well, know, they lose Eli, they're in trouble because they don't have a backup quarterback. Sword to you, They would really they were be to lose, in lose Eli. Yeah, you're right. I think, that, I think that they would be in some major trouble. But, uh, but you know, the, the thing is, it's, it's just been the kind of year where. Things have changed so dramatically from 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 year to year that um, I don't know that um, <laughs> I, I just don't know that uh, I, I could see it changing that dramatically again. Even though, of course, it could, you know, of course it could. But um, you know, I I, I think that, you know that uh, that it could change. I mean, because with an injury, of course, uh, because. Uh, if, I, if, if you're talking about that uh, Redskin game, I don't know that the Eagles win that game if, if Kevin Cobb is a quarterback. I mean, I can't just say, oh, I know they would have won that game. Right. Because if they'd have given up some big plays, I don't see, you know, first of all, Kevin Cobb's not getting away some of that pressure just running away and running those balls in there down by the goal line, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, um, and the deep throw, he's not making that deep throw to, uh, to Deshaun like that. Right, right. Uh, but, but, you know, who knows what would happen. But I, I still – I just don't think that they, they just blow that game away that quickly, you know, if if, uh, if Kevin Cobb is a quarterback. But, you know, we don't know that uh, – who knows? Vic, Vic could stay healthy the rest of the way, you know, for all we know. I think and, he's going to have to. I mean, I, I, look, I, I, I think – I know a lot of people are critical of Kevin Cobb and, and everyone's got their own opinion – 
I think if given the chance, I'm not saying that he would excel like a Michael Vick because they're two different quarterbacks, but the Eagles have weapons. There's a rapport there with these guys. The defense has shown that they can get to the quarterback even going into December. I just I go back to the original point, G. I, I just you know, the Eagles to me, if 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 there was ever a team the Giants would not want to see in the play it, it's the Eagles to me. It's just there's not that sense of we can beat this team, we can take them. I, I go back a couple of years ago, they went right up to the Meadowlands and smacked them around to close out the season and then smacked them around in the playoffs. And it just I, I would bank on the Eagles. I would have no problem saying, yeah, well, hey, I, if the game's in New York, the Eagles can I, win. I understand what you're saying. I just think that you the know? Giants are a more, they're a more explosive football team. You put Steve Smith out there, okay, and uh, you know, they, they're, they, and the Giants are healthy. The Giants are going to, are going to score points. Absolutely. I mean, it's not going to be the kind of thing where they're just trying to hang on to the ball. Before, when the Giants won the Super Bowl, uh, they were a, a team that was very conservative. They they were only going to win a game where they're able to control the game and let their defense get after people. Now they could win a high-scoring game. I mean, the Giants can – they have got some people that, that can score some points. So. They, they can, but I also think if you look at – and I know this, you know, players, I don't know if you ever admitted this, when, when, you, when you have – you know, you look at seasons and you say to yourself, well, we get out of the gate, and then all of a sudden in that second half, I mean, historically the Giants are saying, hey – we're a different team this year, but we've seen in years past five and three, six and two, six and two, and then all of a sudden they dip down in the second half, and it's not helping their cause this year with injuries. Sure, they get healthy people back. The offensive line is solidified. They win this game. They get a little momentum. Then, then I would probably turn around and say, okay, yeah, I, I, I gotta stick by what I say. I think they're winning this game. Has a leg up, and they're gonna be in good position the rest of the way. Okay, good deal. We'll be back in a moment. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk football with the greatest wide receiver player and coach in NFL history? Tune in to Wide Open with Andre Rison. Andre is ready to talk to you and give his thoughts on the sport. There will be celebrity guests, coaches, players, artists, and more. He'll go beyond the game with a look from the coach's point of view and feature a high school player each week. Tune in to Wide Open with host Andre Rison. Featured Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. 
spies are especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com. The IS Outdoors Talk Radio Show brings two well-known outdoorsmen to the Voice American Network. We talk about everything from new sporting gear, places to hunt and fish, and how to get more from your recreation time. Join hosts Brock Ray and Don Kirk with their combined experience of 60 years in the woods. Brock and Don have traveled widely, creating TV shows and writing articles on hunting and fishing. Blessed with down-home humor, they're also well-versed in environmental concerns, firearms ownership, and animal rights issues. Tune in every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time to IS Outdoors with Brock Ray and Don Kirk, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. You're joined up with G. Cobb in the house, featuring Gary Cobb and co-host Michael Warren. You want to get in on the conversation? Call in now. It's toll-free. 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to GaryCobb at AOL.com. Remember, two R's and two B's in that name. Now back to G. Cobb in the house. G. Cobb in the house with you on Sports America.com, I mean, voiceamerica.com. You know, uh, one of the things that, um, that we're going to find out uh, about the Eagles is if they can put together, you know, a string of quality games. Now, they beat the Colts, which was uh, which is a very good win. I mean, even though the Colts were banged up, you know, they were able to beat the Colts with uh, Peyton Manning, so that's an impressive victory. Then, of course, to beat the uh, Redskins down there at their place, and in the manner they did it, very impressive win. Now, if they can beat the Giants, uh, then uh, I think that, uh, you know, they kind of move them to another notch with regards to uh, how impressive uh, they have been. So from that standpoint, um, do you think uh, a win here uh, really kind of sends a message to the rest of the NFL uh, that the Eagles are a team that's, that's not only capable of you know, making some noise in the playoffs. But, you know, a team, a legitimate team that you could see going to the Super Bowl. What do you yeah, guys think, think so. about that? I think so. Uh, you think about that, uh, like you said, that's a win over the Colts, a win over the Redskins, and now another win in pr- on prime time in front of the nation over the sec- what might be the best team in the NFC. Well, certainly the best team they're going to play in the NFC this year. And now you're sitting at 7-3. and three. You're right there in the thick of the NFC, and the rest of the schedule, you're just, I mean, you have to go on the road to Chicago the next week, but then it's Houston, Minnesota, and Dallas twice. Uh, but a win over the Giants would certainly uh, tell the rest of the league, like, well, the Eagles are uh, a legitimate contender out of the NFC, which 
really, even though I said earlier I put the Saints and the Packers above the Eagles right now, uh, I don't think the gap is that huge that the Eagles wouldn't be able to overcome it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I I, I think you hit it uh, perfectly with that. I mean, you, you you beat the Giants, you put up some points. Now all of a sudden, you beat the Colts, and gee, you, you said granted, maybe not the same Colt team, but whatever. A win is a win in the NFL. Uh, you beat Washington, maybe you go on the road. You beat Chicago. Now you've got a nice little winning streak going, but. The game on Sunday night, primetime spotlight, it will send a message that this team is extremely explosive. And I think something that's interesting going under the radar is, well, what about now Andy Reid and the job he's done? Cobb's your guy. He gets hurt opening day. They still lose. Vic performs well, wins a couple games in a row. He gets hurt. Cobb comes in. I mean, it's in hockey, they always say it's not good to have two goalies. That means you don't have a goalie, but it's different in the NFL, it seems. I, I don't ever recall a time where a team had two capable quarterbacks, obviously the one being Michael Vick just taking the game to another level this year, and they're just continuously they're winning games, they're putting up points, they're being an explosive offense. Without a doubt, if they win Sunday night, I think the rest of the league says, wow. I mean, and if Vick, look, he's not going to have six, seven touchdowns. If, if he has a another solid, great game, and the offense puts up, say, 25, 30 points, and they just run roughshod over the Giants, yeah, I, I definitely think those rest of those teams, respectively, in the NFC say, uh-oh, Philly's going to be a tough out come January. Yeah, I, I think that that definitely would do it. I mean, you know, and and that's what, one of the things that I was uh, talking about. I don't see Vic, you know, having as many te- plays, those explosive plays, but because um, I think that, you know, you're going to see a giant team trying to prevent that and and, be, and being willing to give up some things underneath. And yeah. what what I want to see Vic do is just, you know, hey, take what they give you, uh, be patient, realize that, you know, you're not going to have games like last week all the time where, you know, you're putting up 59 points. But, you know, just get out of there with the W, you know. Get out of there with the W, take what they get you, give you, and uh, play the game, you know, to win and not necessarily playing the game, you know, just to try to, to blow the other team out of the building uh, because, you know, sometimes you can go for that blowout. It's just like a running back who every time he gets the ball, he's looking for that long run, and he's not taking the five and six and seven and eight yards that are there. He's looking for this, you know, uh, a 70, you know, 60, 70-yard run, and he's not taking the stuff that's there. I want to see Vic... You know, if they're going to give them that short stuff, you know, especially intermediate stuff, take it, be happy with it, keep the ball uh, moving, put the ball in the end zone, and, uh, you know, you can win, you know, uh, 29, uh, you know, 17 or whatever. That's great. That's a great win. I mean, you know, the, the uh, and that's the danger in, you know, having those explosive plays is that you can get to the point where, Everything is about those explosive plays and not just going out there and moving the ball effectively and everything. Now, um, what do you guys see happening in this game? What's your guys' predictions on this game? And, and then I'll, I'll give mine. Go ahead, uh, uh, Rich, you could go first. Um, you know, if this game was in New York, I'd probably lean a little towards the Giants. I just think the way Vic is playing, guys, you know, I can see this game being a tight game. Maybe the, the Giants get beat on a couple of screen passes here and there. Guys, a little uh, 
uh, out of position. I still think Eli's going to perform well, but I see this game a 24-21, say in the fourth quarter, and you just see Vic scramble a couple times to keep drive alive, and uh, I think the Eagles win this one. I think it's going to be a very tough, hard-fought game, but I like the Eagles at home. Okay, Eagles at home. Uh, tough, hard-fought game. Eagles at home, could you give us a score? Yeah, I'll take uh, 24-21. I'm sorry, G. Yeah, yeah, 24-21. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, now, uh, uh, Denny, go ahead. All right, uh, I like the Eagles in this game. Uh, I think you know, what concerns me is uh, I think Akeem Nix could give him some problems uh, in the passing game. and But when you look at the Giants, they're coming into this game like injured, uh, much like the Colts were. Like, as Rich mentioned earlier, they've got some – problems on the offensive line, David Deal's out, Sean O'Hara, the center's out. I mean, we've seen with the Eagles what a problem that can be when you lose your center. Uh, and the status of uh, Sean Andrews is very much up in the air. And when you think about that, and you also consider the level that uh, Vic's playing at right now, I'm, and that the Eagles are at home, I like the Eagles in the game. Uh, I'll, I'll take them on uh, 28-17. Um, twenty-eight, seventeen. Well, you know, I, I kind of go along with you guys. I mean, I, I think that um, uh, they're coming in. I, I think that the, you know the crowd is going to play into it. The Giants. The, the problem I have with the Giants is uh, you know that they're missing a couple of their key players. Uh, and Steve Smith, I think that they're going to miss him. I, uh, if he were there, I might I might have given them the nod. But I, I just see too many mistakes being made by the Giants. Uh, you know, I think that they're. Uh, a very good football team, but I just – they're making too many mistakes. So, I got the Eagles taking this one, uh, 28-17. But we'll see. We'll uh, talk to you guys next week. I appreciate you guys joining me. Um, oh, we'll be pleasure. back next week, folks. Appreciate it, guys. G. Cobb in the house. Talk to you guys soon. Time to break the huddle. We'll be back again next Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern for another edition of G Cobb in the House with Gary Cobb and Micah Warren. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you again soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.